0: And hello everyone, and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. I'm Vic Batista along with Nathan Jones. And we have a great program prepared for you today as we're going to be tackling a subject matter of God and Magog, past, present, and future so we hope that you can stay tuned to today's program and those of you that are following us live on social media go ahead and post your questions or your comments for us or your thumbs up it's great to have you all on and of course before we continue this segment of our program i'm going to ask nathan jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this opportunity to dive in your word and uh, tackle a difficult
1: subject. And we do pray, Lord, that you'll bless it for your honor and glory. And all those who are tuned in, Lord, may they grow in their faith and knowledge of you. In your precious and wonderful name,
0: amen. Amen. Thank you, Nathan Jones. Again, you're tuned into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition, Vic Batista, Nathan Jones. Again, as we're going to be talking about the subject matter of Gog and Magog, past, present, and future. Hey, today's program is sponsored by Calvary Aventura, Calvary Brower, and the Truth Will Set You Free Ministry. And you can find more information here on www.tway.tv twitcasting.tv, and our various networks. And if you find yourselves in the aventura Hollandale area, we'd love for you to stop by and be part of our ministry. Give us a call at 305-992-9537 for more information. Or join us on Sundays at 9 a.m. in Spanish, 11 a.m. in English, and Wednesdays, The Truth Will Set You Free. We'd like to invite you to join us for our study at 7.30 p.m. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host, Nathan Jones, to the program. Nathan, how are you today? Doing well, sir. Doing well. How are you? Doing fantastic. I'm glad that we are back on air. You and I had a little sabbatical last week. So you told me you had an exciting week. So what were you last week, Nate? What were you up to? Well, Lamb & Lion Ministries
1: hosts uh, conferences around the country. We have, of course, our big annual one in July here in the Dallas area. But we had one of our regional conferences in Kentucky this past week. And it was just a great blessing to get together with Uh, supporters of our ministry in Kentucky and many others and just study the Bible share the gospel and and that's where I was so I appreciate you uh, letting us uh, skip one week so we could uh, go and do that but uh, even better man that we're back together again studying the Bible online
0: absolutely and Nathan as we were talking we were actually reminded that we have the uh, pre-trip coming soon right
1: yeah, uh, folks who don't know about the Pre-Trib Conference, that's pre-trib.org, and they have a, it's a wonderful, if you want to pick the brains of all the teachers of Bible prophecy, the professors and the scholars, uh, come to that uh, conference, it's the first week of December, it's not hosted by Lamb and Lion Ministries, it's hosted by the Pre-Trib Research Center, but it's a fantastic place to really get a deep yeah. collegiate study of God's prophetic word.
0: Absolutely. And Nathan, it's okay because we support a lot of wonderful ministry. Uh, Just found out also uh, Don Perkins, Evangelist Don Perkins, is going to be on his channel. So I thought that was exciting as well.
1: Yeah, one of our sister ministries, Don Perkins, he now has his own TV program on his channel. Uh, You can find our program, Christ in Prophecy, also on his channel and many others.
0: I want to give a shout out to Don. I think that's very exciting. And Nathan, it's just they have a lot of wonderful ministries and wonderful teachers. They are uh, who teach uh, just the Bible, uh, uh, as we say, unadulterated, because there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of that these days when it comes to biblical prophecy.
1: Yes, yes. There's a lot of uh, private interpretations, which the Bible warns against. It's best to just take a little interpretation of the Bible and study God's word for its literal meaning. And uh, you'll understand Bible prophecy better. It
0: won't be so confusing anymore absolutely and Nathan you know I oftentimes just ask you to take a minute and maybe share a little bit about uh, the ministry there and the contact information just in case someone tunes in to the program and they and they're new
1: well uh, again my name is Nathan Jones I'm the associate evangelist and web minister with lamb and lion ministries We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ and we do that at quite a number of different venues Primarily our television show, Christ in Prophecy, with Dr. David Reagan. It's broadcast on Christian networks and online all over the world. Yeah. And uh, you can find us uh, more information about us on our website at lamblion.com or christinprophecy.org
0: yeah, check it out. Those of you that are watching us live, you can see the website in the background and uh, a lot of wonderful, wonderful information for those of you that want to continue to grow in biblical prophecy. And yeah, we see a number of you guys giving us a like there on social media, Facebook. So I'm excited for that. And hopefully you can check out Christ in prophecy and just the wonderful resources that they have available there. And Nathan, uh, you and I, of course, we we tackle some challenging uh, topics in the Bible. We also teach on rare books such as what was the last one that we did, Nathan? <laughs> lamentations. Most people don't think of Lamentations as a, a
1: prophetic book, but it, it it was written by the prophet Jeremiah. And it falls yeah. as one of the books of the major prophets so yeah man you like to cover all sorts of books and i think
0: you have quite an interesting book that you want to cover today which book is that well nathan today as i was going through the old testament again there's just a lot of incredible prophecies and i was looking at first chronicles chapter one and chapters five and we were looking at some of the descendants there of the genealogy of course going all the way back to adam but as i was going through there there are there were two names that stuck out that maybe many people are not familiar with. Where those names are in the Old Testament, some people are more familiar with the Book of Ezekiel when it comes to these names. But we find there a mention of uh, Gog in a First Chronicle, excuse me, Megog in First Chronicles one five, and then of course in uh, First Chronicles uh, chapter five. We jump over uh, a few pages, again, looking at the different genealogies, and then we come into chapter 5, verse 4, and we have the mention there of Gog. So we have Gog and Magog, and maybe certain people out there are not familiar with that. So Nathan, those that's what I was hoping that we can uncover today, if you can talk to us a little bit about what this is all about and how this relates to past, present, and future as we look at these two names. Well, it's important uh first chronicles 1
1: is important to understand that it is giving the family lines. I mean, we're talking about yours and mine and everybody here's great 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 granddaddy all the way back to Noah. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And after the flood, Noah and his wife and Shem, Ham, and Japheth were the only people including their wives on the entire planet. And Shem and his wife, and Ham and his wife, and Japheth and his wife, they had children, and the cousins married, and they had children, and pretty soon you got all the nations of the world. And so these, the children of Noah's, I should say, Noah's grandchildren, became the founders of countries, of nations, of people groups. And this is where you start getting the people groups uh, that you read about in the Bible. For instance, Japheth, the oldest brother. Uh, if you're of European descent, then you're of the yep. line of Japheth, and he had Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshach, and Tyrus, and then so they also had his brother Ham. Ham had Cush, Mizraim, Put, in Canaan, and then Shem, who's the Semitic line that the Jews came from, Elam, Asher Afarshad, Lod, Aram, whole Gether and Meshach They all have uh, quite a, a lot of kids, but it's amazing that each of these kids. Became the name it became the founder of the nations you'll you'll recognize Ham's son immediately Canaan, the Canaanites, the land that the Israelites were promised. the Canaanites were them. Canaan was um, cursed by Noah and eventually the Jewish people took over the Canaanite land. Cush was the land of uh, Ethiopia in the Sudan today. Uh, and so that we are talking about countries and nations, these very founders of they were like the founding fathers, Abraham. Excuse me, uh, George Washington is the United States. These were the founders of those nations.
0: Excellent point. You know, Nathan, and that's why I thank you for sharing that wonderful background, because maybe there's individuals out there that were not familiar uh, with what this was all about. But this is very exciting because as we look at genealogies uh, in the Bible, we see, uh, I mean, when you were talking about dating all the way back to Noah and all these, some people uh, maybe didn't put these names together. But like you said, that great, 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 great—how great, did you put it? Grandkids are <laughs> uh, the descendants, and now we get into these two names, and, and these are primarily always affiliated, Nathan, in biblical prophecy, uh, in the book of Ezekiel, uh, chapter uh, thirty-eight. Would you be able to take us uh, there, Nate? Sure. Well, Ezekiel thirty-eight and thirty-nine is a prophecy in the Bible of a war of the end time. Matter of fact.
1: It is a the most detailed prophetic war described in the entire Bible, even more so than Armageddon. Two whole chapters dedicated to this end time war that for us is still future. But when it talks about the different players, the different nations that will gather into a coalition and come and try to destroy Israel, it gives us quite a bunch of different names. And it's interesting that sons of Japheth are listed there Gomer magog Tubal, Meshach—some of these nations, these descendants, are listed in the lines of nations that will come against Israel in the last right. days. So, you know, when you read Ezekiel thirty-eight and thirty-nine, you're like I've never heard of the country of Meshach or right. the country of of Put. It, you know, it doesn't exist today. These are, but they exist because they are modern-day names for these ancient areas. Mm. For instance, the descendants of Tubal. The descendants of uh, Gomer and Batagarma—they all settled in what is modern-day Turkey. So when it talks about Meshach and Tubal and all, that is the land of Turkey today. Now again, those nations were small, and as they unite over the centuries, they get bigger and bigger until you got the nations that we have today, like Turkey. We also have the land of Magog. Magog's descendants cover all the Stan nations today: Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Afghanistan. Those nations are the descendants of the guy called Magog. Uh Persia of course uh, came from uh Iran is came from Persia. right uh, Put is Algeria and Libya so the Libyans today descended from a man named Put. Uh, also Cush the inhabitants of the Sudan and Ethiopia descended from a man named Cush. So uh, brother we're we're literally all brothers yeah. if you go far enough back to Noah. We are all descendants of different family lines and uh and so when you read Ezekiel 38 and 39, it refers back to these, these founders of these nations. But we can identify the nations today that in the future, Rosh, which is Russia, will lead a coalition of nations yeah. from Turkey, the Stan nation, Persia, uh, Libya, Sudan, will come against Israel in an
0: attempt to destroy her. Nathan, what? A, I, thank you so much for clarifying that. For those of you that are watching, those of you that are listening, again, you're tuned into The Truth Who Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition, Vic Batista, Nathan Jones. Again, as we're looking at Magog, past, present, and future. As Nathan brought us from the past, now he's bringing us to the present and clarify for us the meaning of... So, Nathan, I, I love that. So, this is actually in Turkey, uh, in that general area, all these names that you were mentioning to us quite a number of them quite a number of them of course uh, you know Magog
1: isn't in, in Turkey that's his descendants form the nations just south of Russia right. uh, bordering Pakistan and India and China those are the stand nations uh, the descendants of Kush is south of that's down in Africa that's the mm-hmm. Sudan and Ethiopia uh, Libya of course is on the Mediterranean coastline in North Africa and Meshach, of course is, is Turkey so all these these major groups now Vic, tell me, what unites all these people groups today?
0: Well, I want to say, well, there's a lot of things that unites them, Nathan. There's technology, there's also uh, borders.
1: <laughs> but what primarily has taken all these
0: nations, which were once enemies, and united them in, under one faith? Wow, you know, I think maybe their disdain for Israel. <laughs> that, and that comes from what teaching. Well, of course, those are the prophecies that the Bible tells us, Nate, that is going to happen in the end times where all these nations are going to come and line up against against Israel. And, of course, we know behind it uh, is Satan himself, you know? Right, right. And they're united by the religion, the civic,
1: the military, the ideology of Islam. Islam has taken all these disparate nations and united them under one ideology, And the ideology whose founder Muhammad taught that they must kill every Jew. Mm -hmm. So the Muslims today will never want peace with the Jews because Islam teaches that they must kill all the Jews. And therefore, all these nations, which were once under different uh, idolatrous religions and different sects, are now united under Islam.
0: Nathan, that is amazing because that's another thing. You know, today, uh, people continue to think that uh, Islam is a peaceful religion. Nathan, that's not true. No, uh, there are a hundred verses in the Quran,
1: the Islamic holy book, that teaches war against the infidel. Right. Matter of fact, the only way to be assured of place in paradise is to die in jihad, which is a struggle uh, for survival, the struggle of the faith against the infidel. And so, of course, if you are a work-based salvation like Islam yeah. is, then you must follow the tenets of Islam in order to seek salvation, and that means to fight the infidel. And that means kill the infidel or put them under a tax, a, a subjugation, a submission. And so, uh, again, uh, the, uh, the Quran teaches all over that the hatred of the Jews, to kill the Jews. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we get and end up with, sadly, uh, this desire to destroy Israel. And this prophecy in Ezekiel 38 and 39 is a prophecy where Islam, all these nations led by Russia, will try to come down and destroy Israel. And Russia's purpose is is to plunder israel of its wealth
0: so nathan again we also did a program regarding uh the various wars that are going to take place and and this is where one of those passages also talks about certain wars that might even take place during our time well
1: certainly in in our time uh it's not in the near future i wouldn't say it's the far future because these alliances exist now bear in mind that that all these descendants of noah's sons were became nation states and what do these nation states do they do what the nation states do today. They fight over resources. They yeah. fight over borders. They fight over power. They fight over territory. Uh, there's a hatred between the nations, ethnos That's against ethnos. You know, the uh, different races, different colors all hate each other, even though we're all descended from Noah. We are all Noah's children and right. back as far as Ab- uh, Adam's children. So we're brothers and sisters. But yep. the nations hate each other. Bitter rivalries from centuries and centuries of warring and fighting. And yet, And the Bible talks about a coalition of nations that once hated each other, united in their disdain of Israel. And brother, we live in a time period where we are seeing Russia and Turkey and Iran and other Islamic nations unite for the purpose of uh,
0: not only political power but to one day destroy Israel. You know, Nathan, and that is a great point that you're making. And for those of you that are watching and listening, you need to pray for Israel. Also, recognize the times in which we are living. And this world right now is lining up perfectly for what the Bible predicts is going to happen. Uh, Nathan, and also let me ask you, would you be able there in uh, chapter 38, maybe take us through a few verses, maybe uh, verses 7 and on, uh, so the people that are watching can also recognize the timing of when this is going to happen, and that's why we believe that we are seeing much of that alignment right now.
1: Okay, okay. Well, can I back up a little bit? Because yes, let's talk absolutely. about those uh, 1 through 6, and that lists the nations there, and it says, now the word of the Lord came to me, Ezekiel, saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and prophesy against him, and say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. I will turn you around, put hooks in your jaws, and lead you out with all your army, horses and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, a great company, with mm-hmm. bucklers and shields and all of them handling swords, Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya are with them, all of them with shield and helmet, Gomer and all its troops, the House of Tagarma from the far north, and all its troops, many people are with you mm. so again it 's lists yeah. all these nations that we don 't have today they don 't exist today, but their descendants exist, and like persia again, iran, so it 's talking about this coalition of nations which we hear about in the news all the time, yes. uniting in war. Uh, and to putting their troops together, uniting armies that have always been at war with each other for thousands of years mm-hmm. are now united for one purpose,
0: that is the destruction of Israel. Excellent point, and, and you know, Nathan, that's why we see a lot of these powers now gaining power, like in terms, Rush, of course, you mentioned to us, right, Nathan, descendants of, we get the Russians today.
1: Yeah, Rush is a as an old name, like the Scythians, it's another name for the people of the farthest north, and and that is Russia. Uh, Gog is the leader of Russia. It's either it's you know there's not a guy named President Gog. <laughs> 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 it's, Vladimir a Putin. Designation. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Putin's real name's Gog. So no, it's not the case. Uh, again, it's using old names for modern right. day uh, parallels, and uh, the the modern day parallel of Gog is the the premier, the president, uh, or prime minister, whoever you want to say. Of Russia, Russia, whether it's Putin or not, we don't know. Right. But someone in power in Russia will eventually create a coalition of nations that are Islamic today, and for the purpose of destroying Israel.
0: Mm-hmm. Excellent point. And again, for those of you that just tuned in, you tuned into Our Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Rated Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones. Again, we're talking about this important subject matter, dealing with God and may God pass present and future, and also the names and how they relate uh, to us that are living uh, in this times today. So those of you that are following us live via social media and otherwise, continue to post post your question, comments, and your thumbs up uh, for Nathan Jones and myself. But Nathan, thank you for reading off all these names. It's very exciting. I mean, when you really look at the map of the nations surrounding Israel, you, you can almost put little dots on all these right next to them. You can, you
1: can. And since you've got the website up on the screen, just search and do Gog or Magog. There's an article called Timing Gog and Magog, and I have a map on that article that I wrote, if you want to put that up, and it'll show you what that map looks like. And again, uh, it's an amazing war. Now, there, you wonder, you're looking at the map for, while you're getting that up there, yeah. and you wonder why is Egypt and Syria and Turkey, excuse me, Syria, Egypt, and uh, Gaza, Lebanon, why aren't those nations mentioned? Well. It is believed that there are nine end time wars, and the first one to start it would be the Psalm eighty three war mm. where Israel has to defeat the neighbors around it. I mean, the situation with all the hostile neighbors around Israel cannot last long, and Israel will be the victor and end up controlling those nations around it. That then is believed what will spurn the rest of the Islamic nations of the Middle East and Russia to come against Israel. Now, whereas Israel could defeat the nations around it militarily, it cannot possibly defeat the combined might of Russia and Iran and Turkey and the others. And so this is when God steps back into history. We'll get into this later in Ezekiel 38 and 39, but I want to give a, a preview there that, yeah. that God steps in and supernaturally defeats these enemies. I mean, we're talking fire and earthquakes and fire going back on those nations and, and the nations turning on each other and panic and destroying each other and pretty much wiping out the Islamic world in the Middle East. We're talking about probably one of the most geopolitical shattering events to ever happen in human history, and it will happen in that war. Mm. And the world, Ezekiel tells us, will know that God is behind it. The focus will be off the church and onto Israel. And that brother then puts this war close to
0: or or at the beginning of the seven-year tribulation. Nathan, let me tell you, that might be a little frightening for some people because sometimes people look at biblical prophecy as, well, these are things that are going to happen all the way in the future. And yes, but there are certain events, hey, that these things can take place where we actually are going to see God step in in our time and work some incredible miracles. Right. Now, with the focus
1: being on Israel, God presenting himself to the world, to me, that that makes me believe that the church would have already been raptured. So... We might be here to see the Psalm eighty-three war, see Israel conquer its surrounding neighbors, yeah. and finally end the threat. But the Gog and Magog war is something very different. It's very. for some reason, Russia and the Islamic Middle East feels free to attack Israel. Like they're not worried about the United States. They're not worried about Europe stepping in. As a matter of fact, we read in Ezekiel thirty-eight that the lions, the settlements of the of the, it's hard to explain. I don't want to get into too much detail, but basically the Middle East. Uh, Saudi Arabia and those uh, countries there, and the rest of the world sits it out. They they watch. They're, right. they're not interested in helping Israel. So that means a dramatic change in the way America hmm. is a strength in the world. So likely the rapture will happen before this war, Ezekiel, 38 and 39 Gog and
0: Magog war happens. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm right there with you, Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and this, of course, uh, you and I know that that there's a lot of debate in these passages and going back and forth. Uh, Great uh, teachers out there, they, uh, you know, uh, agree to disagree in certain areas, but nevertheless, this is something amazing. and This is something that we're seeing uh, these nations lining up right before our eyes. And uh, Nathan, I really think that the reason why I chose this, because this can be very applicable. It seems that there's a lot of people that they're kind of sleeping when it comes to the reality of what's going to happen. They're so focused on their day-to-day life. And sometimes we need to sort of wake up and recognize there's a lot going on in our time. There is, uh, and you gotta think about it too. We live our lives,
1: uh, let me back up. I was flying home from Chicago yesterday, and I was in the sky, I'm looking down at the earth. and you ever do that, where you look down and you see the the cars? They look like tiny little dots going up and down the highways and little lights and little houses. And it seems like the the our lives on this earth are so tiny. From the air, we get the big picture view. It puts life into perspective, and that's what Bible prophecy does. It's like we're up in that airplane looking down, and all the things that that capture us in life, that take our attention, seem unimportant when we're up in that airplane looking down. So Bible prophecy gives us the big picture that God is in control, that God is going to win in the end. He protects his people. And we don't need to be constantly worrying about the little things in life Because God has it all in control.
0: Man, what a great analogy, Nathan. I think that is fantastic with the way that you just put that. And, And that's exactly right. And we see that God is involved in people's lives today. We see some people are tuning in right now. Some of you are tuning in. Maybe this is the first time tuning into the program. But we want you to know God loves you. God cares for you. You did not tune into this program by coincidence. But it was by divine appointment. And you might consider yourself just a little dot in this world. But, Nathan, God knows every person, right?
1: He does. He knows you from before you were even born.
0: That's As right. He knit you together wonderfully in
1: the womb. And he knows you, and He loves you, and He has a plan and purpose for you. And so as we sit there and we get the big picture view that the Bible gives us, that one day these nations will come against Israel, God will prevail. He will beat the enemies personally and destroy their nations. As a matter of fact, the world will never be the same again, because Russia and the Islamic Middle East will no longer be a threat to the world they will no longer be a power and israel will become a superpower in the world so it is a dramatic geopolitical shift
0: that the bible is prophesying about and nathan that's another excellent point when you look at israel this small little dot if you will on the map yet the bible predicts how they're going to become this superpower and that's why we see god pouring his spirit right now uh in 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 the 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 jewish people in the nation of israel and the the reason why they're flourishing the way that they're doing and many are returning back to their land nathan and that's all part of bible prophecy
1: yeah many jewish people are, are doing aliyah and going back to israel and and there's a purpose for that god has plans for israel he he wants to make them a superpower in the world. Eventually, during his kingdom, when he comes back, Israel will become a uh, the prime nation of the world, the nation yeah. which the Lord rules from in Jerusalem, uh, and the Jewish people will be a believing group of people that will follow him. And the rest of the world will be blessed by that, the, the Bible says. So we're living in exciting times, man. We are seeing the world change. How the world is organized geopolitically now isn't going to last very much
0: longer. Excellent point. And Nathan, so we, we also always encourage those that are watching and listening, if you don't know the Lord, listen, time is running out. This is a great opportunity for today for you to consider your eternity, where you're going to spend eternity. And if the Lord were to come back today, uh, where would you be? Our prayer is that you would come to know Christ personally so that when the Lord comes, when the rapture occurs, we don't know the day or the hour. We see the seasons, of course that you will be raptured up with us because you've trusted in christ so we want to give you guys an opportunity wherever you are uh, to um maybe at this moment take some time to consider your relationship and maybe start that relationship with jesus we're watching we see a number of you watching us there uh on social media on facebook we have some individuals tuned in over Twitcasting. casting Uh, from japan we see that there's people all over the world so we want to give an opportunity you tuned in for a purpose and a reason and we believe god has you tuning in because he wants you to start a wonderful relationship with him today Uh, nathan would you be able to maybe speak to that person on the other side Uh, maybe how they can actually start that relationship with the lord even right now no matter where they are around the world Well, remember, if you're in that plane, you're looking down at the world, and the world seems all tiny, the little cars,
1: the little people moving in the houses. You can't interact with those people. There's all that distance between the plane and the ground. You have to come down to the ground, get out of the plane, interact with the people. And that's exactly what God did. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, as a man, to talk and walk and have fellowship with us so we could understand God. And when we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ and accept his sacrifice on the cross for our sins that he paid the price for our sins and we trust him by faith our sins are forgiven we are now reconciled with god and we have the hope of living with god forever and it was made possible by yes. Jesus' sacrifice on your cross put your faith and trust in jesus pray from your heart dear jesus please yes. forgive me of my sins you, and be my lord
0: and savior mm. and you will be forgiven and you will become a child of god praise the lord thank you so much nathan jones and of course those of you that are watching and listening hey maybe you put your trust in the lord maybe right now from wherever you are it is that simple we would love to hear from you give us a call at 305-992-9537 if you're able feel free to also maybe post there on social media or call also maybe call or text texas at 321 end time 321-363-8463 we would love to rejoice with you because the bible says that in heaven There's a celebration every time a person turns to the Lord. So we want to celebrate with you. We want to hear from you that you made a commitment to follow the Lord. And that's why we do these programs. That's why Nathan and myself do this is to encourage you and to hopefully encourage some of you to come to Christ and live out the incredible Christian walk. So Nathan, this is an amazing passage. I mean, I know we just started, we just skimmed the surface. You brought us from the past pretty much to the present, and hopefully in our next segment, we'll even make it out to the future. Amen, brother. I'm ready. (laughs) Praise the Lord. And of course, for those of you that are watching and listening, we are running out of time for this segment of the program. But even off air, you can always give us a call if you're in need of prayer, and we would love to pray with you. But because of time, I'm Vic Batista and Nathan Jones, and we're saying goodbye to you guys, and we thank you for tuning in to today's program. Nathan, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Oh, what a great pleasure. Thanks, Vic. Thank you so much. Have a great day, Nathan. And again, the rest of you have a great week. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. Listen, take some time to read through the word of God, through the book of Ezekiel, and ask the Holy Spirit to show you his truth. Until then, have a wonderful day and have a wonderful weekend. And let's go and live out our Christian walk. May the Lord bless you.